Synergy is a Horizon 2020 project which introduces a novel framework in response to the need for end-to-end -end coordination between the electricity stakeholders. The framework references significant data architecture that leverages data coming from diverse sources. Together with Ugo Stecchi, coordinator of the project, and my guest for this episode, we are going to discuss the project from a data point of view. Welcome to the EU Project Zone, a podcast series from Enlit and Friends, focusing on the energy transition and the EU Commission-funded projects that will help us achieve it. My name is Areti Daradimu, and I am the host of the EU Project Zone. Welcome, Ugo, and would you please describe in a few words the Synergy Project? Thank you, Areti. Thank you for inviting me today. Uh, yes, well, Synergy is a big data platform for, for energy project. It is uh, an H2020 project that was awarded uh, in late uh, 2019. It started back at the beginning of uh, 2020, and it aims at designing and developing uh, uh, a big data platform for energy purposes where the different stakeholders in the energy value chain are allowed to participate and to exchange their data in a trustful manner. And taking advantage of the data that they're able to share along with many participants through Synergy and through the service that Synergy is able to provide, we are able to create new and added value services for the different purposes and for the different actors involved for any kind of business purposes uh, along with the energy market or industry. In particular, well, Synergy has designed and developed this big data platform where at the core of the platform, the data owner, so the people and the actors involved in the project that are allowed to inject and upload their data into the platform, have the full control of their data. So who is going to be able to see the data, who is going to allow to receive the data and somehow act and manage this data and for which purposes. Thanks to blockchain technologies, data owners, the ones that are uploading their data, can sign to whomever they consider allowed to receive their data to sign smart contracts and enabling this data transfer across the energy value chain. So this is more or less the core part of the big data platform. Of course, since it is a big data platform, it has been designed and is able to manage large volumes of data according to different specifications and different requirements in terms of timing, speed of data, volume, veracity, and so on. And on an upper layer of this platform, Synergy also includes what we call Synergy applications. We have designed and developed 12 applications organized in three main blocks according to the different categories of actors or stakeholders that may take advantage of big data through this application that are basically machine learning, deep learning application, of course, exploiting the availability of big data that are present on the platform. These applications are organized, as I told you, in three main categories. The first one is devoted for system operators and uh, REST operators. The second category, we have four uh, applications for these categories of uh, actors. Then we have four more applications for aggregators 
retailers and escos, so managing flexibility and so on. And then we have uh, four more applications for buildings, for facility manager and urban planner. So dealing with uh, one building, more building or a district. So I assume this is your target audience also. Yes, of more course. or less. The target audience uh, from an electrical, pure electrical perspective, of course, the target audience uh, are covering uh, all these uh, category of actors in the energy value chain. If we look the target audience from a pure data perspective, we can find uh, data providers, of course, but also entities that are able to create new and added values through the data. And one more category that are the data consumers. So we have three main categories from a pure data perspective and so many categories from a pure electrical perspective in our target audience. Who is involved in the project? In the project, we have 25 partners in total from nine different countries all across Europe. And we try to cover, since we have quite big consortium, we are able to cover all these categories of actors that I explained to you before. Also, in the project, of course, we have five large demonstrator sites that are located in Spain, where we have a big solar power plant, a small energy communities with more or less 600 final users, and some distribution lines. We have another demonstrator site in Greece with the distribution system uh, with the DSO from Greece and also the TSO in Greece. We have uh, a Finnish pilot with the building and the facilities. Mm -hmm. And we have an Austrian one with final users and also some more distribution lines, basically. And the final one in Croatia, where we have uh, involved a small island that pretend to be like kind of a smart energy island in Kirk. You mentioned earlier blockchain. Which techs best facilitate big data handling, according to your experience while working with Synergy? Yeah, blockchain, of course, it's a big one. It's a big name, of course, and it's one of the many. Since we approaching different aspects of sharing data and creating value through this data, through the artificial intelligence algorithms, of course, we have a plenty of technologies that we have considered. I have to admit that I cannot give you one name, of course. Yeah. There are lots of technologies, lots of algorithms that we're keeping an eye on that as they are evolving, as they're, you know, are raising new names. Of course, if we're looking for machine learning or deep learning, we have adopted lots of methodologies and libraries, of course. Blockchain, I think that for trust problem, of course, is the main answer. And the main issues when working with data, I mean, bias, if we're talking about the ethical aspect of it, could be one. But what are the main issues when you work with data? Volume, speed, collaboration between various actors? What would you say? Well, both of them, of course, have been really critical aspects to consider in our project. Because, of course, in order to validate your model, you need a lot of data, really big data. I mean very big volume. You can see now that, for example, electricity price is uh, really high in volatility. One day is skyrocketing, the other day is plunging down. And in order to have uh, accurate enough models, you have to train it a lot with uh, not only big volume of data, but coherent data that also bring me to the harmonization aspect and the semantic availability of data. 
apart from the data and from the speed, of course, because since we are in an electrical domain, so we are talking about problems dealing with millisecond for transit dynamic till hours, days or months long. So we have to cover all the timing, all the spanning timing and the sampling in the data. And we need the right data in the proper time. So, of course, the speed of data is very crucial for the different problems that we need to cover. And as I said before, one of the main problems is also the trust of the data. Data owners are always reluctant to share the data. Why do I have to share with you my data? For which purpose you are going to use that? Smart contracts and blockchain can be useful in this sense. So it is, uh, for me, a good uh, solution, an enabling solution to overcome this aspect. It is quite interesting what you said, that the real owner of the data is wondering why he or she or they would give their data, should give their data to you. When, on the same time, whenever we navigate the internet, we give our data willingly and freely and without even blinking when we accept cookies. However, in the energy sector, we need to be a little bit more careful. I fully understand it, as I'm sure so do you. Which laws, however, and regulations should be applicable in data projects when it comes to ethical issues, so that they can also be ethical? That's a really big issue indeed. It really is, yeah. Because, of course, you know, there is all the aspect, the privacy aspect from one side. We are talking about ethical problem. More or less, we are informed about that. We know what our data are useful for. But if you take the rest of the 90% of the final users, the privacy aspect and the ethical aspect, at the first glance, really impacting them. If you are going to ask them, please share your data. Fortunately, I have to say that, uh, uh, well, European project, these ethical aspects are quite well covered since the proposal stage. Even in the grant agreement, we have different articles that covers all the relevant aspects. In the day-by-day, of course, in the day-by-day work activities in your project, of course, you always have to keep an eye on the GDPR regulation. That is the main one. You can discard ever in any time. You always have to be very careful of what you're doing with your data, what you're planning to do, not with your data, with their data. And also, well, all the regulation about ethical principle, of course, in research application from the European regulation back in 2013. This is one main big framework. What I personally like most is that all these aspects at European level, but also at national levels that you are being able to include in one unique framework, give you more or less the boundaries. Okay, you can work within this perimeter. I'm going to tell you which are the main constraints and the guidelines, what you are allowed to do with all data. So I personally like this principle that you say, if it is legal, it doesn't mean that it's ethical as well. So you have to be very careful to work, to move within these boundaries that all this regulation framework has been set that is at this moment quite well described at European level, but also moving from nation to nation, also country level. Hugo, I'm going to keep this phrase, what is legal is not always ethical, because coming from someone that works with data is really refreshing. And I'm going to thank you very, very much for uh, having this conversation with me. Thank you. Thank you, Areti. My pleasure. And thank you for listening to us. You've been listening to the EU Project Zone podcast, brought to you by Enlit and Friends. You can find us on Spotify, Apple and the Enlit Europe website. 
Just hit subscribe and you can access our other episodes too. I am Areti Daradimu, host of this podcast series, and I thank you for joining us. Music